everyone and welcome to Barefoot with Spirit podcast show. I'm your host Leanne the Barefoot Medium and I'm incredibly excited to connect with you and to be able to bring you channeled information from Spirit Source the Divine to inspire you to transform your experience, consciously manifest your desires and connect with your intuition and spirit. Now before we get started with this episode, I really would love to take a moment just to acknowledge the traditional custodians of our lands on which I stand and my guest stands and pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples and First Nations people who are tuning in from around the world, no matter where you are. So kick off your shoes. And I'd like to invite you to take a really deep breath into your heart and to imagine yourself stepping into this beautiful sacred container that my guest Kelly and I are about to take you into for a deep, intimate and connected conversation about getting raw and real. So my guest Kelly Brockman is a global leader in mindset and women's empowerment and is a master energetic healer, a witch and soul shifts coach. Now Kelly has been for over 15 years helping women in particular to unleash and ignite the the silent inner critic and step into their full feminine power. Thank you so much Kelly for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Love being in conversation with you. I'm so excited that we get to reconnect in this way. I know, so am I. It's fabulous. So tell me a little bit about your journey, if you can share with people your background and how you've stepped into doing the, the amazing, incredible work that you're doing. Yeah, okay. So I guess my journey started, well, a long time ago, as you've said, about, you know, over 15 years ago. Um, And I think it started from a place where, you know, I, uh, you know, as I grew up, as as we all do, you know, we get, um, we get, you know, um, told the stories that we're supposed to buy into, you know, as women, you know, you grow up, you go through school, um, you know, you get good grades, you get a good job, you know, you, you find the one, um, you know, you get married, you buy a house, you have children, you know, white picket fence type life. Um, and I did all of that. I went through all of those things, exactly how I was told I should go through all those things. And, you know, I, you know, I got married to a good man, let me be honest. Um, had children who I adore and love um, and then it all fell apart right Um, for whatever reason it fell apart it fell apart and then I was left kind of thinking what like who am I in this if this is not the truth if this is not my life and the way it's supposed to be what is the truth and who am I in all of that you know and and I started to realize I went on a journey for myself like a spiritual journey and an inner journey and you know I did workshops and trainings and you know priestess training and all sorts of things um but ultimately what it was it was a journey to find self you know um and through that I discovered that you know that that we're so indoctrinated in the shoulds um this is what a good woman should look like this is what a woman's life should be this is what should make you happy you know we get caught up in all of those shoulds and I got caught up in all of that and when all of that 
was taken away or all of that was lost, it was, well, where am I now? Who am I? What does that mean for me? And what I discovered through that journey was once I took away or once I, once I kind of delved into the truth, like my truth, you know, the things that I looked at, well, that's the belief I was taught as a child. That's, you know, the values I was taught as a child or growing up through school or whatever. And once I unpacked all of that and looked at the truth of who I was, some of those things weren't real for me, you know, um, and it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it just, I just didn't buy into the conformity and the mediocrity and the, you know, the, the space that women are supposed to sit in. And so I started to do all of this inner work for myself around, well, what's, what's real for me and what do I look like as a person in the world? And what if that, and what I uncovered was my truth made a lot of people uncomfortable, right? And so then I started to unpack the other side of that is like, well, is that why we then buy into the shoulds and, and sit in this place of conformity and the false beliefs and the labels and things that we give ourselves because we're trying to make people comfortable, right? And we do, as, and, and because as women, that's the other thing we're taught. We, we, we're supposed to be nurturers. We're supposed to be the people who hold everybody else up. And so what I found is we, as women, we, we fit into the mould to keep others comfortable because we believe that that's our role is to make other people comfortable. And so now what I do, <clears throat> excuse me, now what I do is I work with women to uncover all of that stuff, you know, all of those shoulds and all of the shit and excuse me, sorry, can I swear? <laughs> no, no, go for it because I was thinking the same thing, which is awesome. Yeah. So, you know, we, we like I work with women to uncover all of that shit that we hold on to and, and the labels that we give ourselves, you know, the nurturer, the mother, the daughter, the sister, the, the wife, whatever it might be. And I'm not saying those things are bad. They're absolutely not bad. But we need to uncover whether they're our truth or whether they're a societal truth that's given to us that we just don't ever unpack and uncover. And so, you know, I do the work with women to go, well, is this real for you? What is raw and real for you? You know, like, what is your truth? And, you know, and, and how do you want to walk in the world? And when women uncover that, the truth of who their soul, you know, it's, it's that inner stuff, it's their soul. You know, when you uncover that, you can start to really walk in the world and deliver what your passion is and what your purpose is. And, you know, and I know passion and purpose, you know, they're, they're just these buzzwords, but, <laughs> you know, there's I, a truth I kinda, to it. I, I'm so loving that you've brought a couple of really powerful things <clears throat> into, into this space. Um, and, you know, I kind of want to pick up on all the, the shoulds, the supposes, and the shits, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um, because, like, and it, it's funny because we, you know, we do hear that as we mm. grow up, and it's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just yeah. as we evolve as, as beings um, and as our, you know, often our parents or our teachers or, our, you know, that societal, um, 
knowledge and wisdom and, and awareness and understanding grows and expands, yeah. then, then our shoulds and our supposes and our shit <laughs> changes and shifts, right? Mm, absolutely. And so, you know, for, for everyone that's listening, those, those shoulds, you know, and I always say to people, don't, don't should on yourself, right? Yes. Uh, and, and how often, I, I know that. I've done it, how often <clears throat> have you shoulded on yourself and I, oh, I should be this, I should be that and should be doing more. And, yep. you know, actually you can and you can give yourself permission. And one of the words that I was hearing as you were talking was about giving ourselves permission as women and and as souls and as humans having an earthly experience to just experience and explore and expand on on who we are and what we love and what's true and right and feels powerful and amazing and and honest and and loving and kind and nurturing for us yeah absolutely and I think that you know like I see a lot of women um, you know, that, that come to my workshop, then, you know, spirit just leads them, you know, something just pops up in their Facebook feed one day, right, when they need it, you know, and, and you would hear those stories as well. People go, you know, I, I, I'm in this place where I'm just lost and I don't know what's going on and suddenly you turned up in my Facebook feed, you know, and you go, well, <laughs> you know, that was what was supposed to happen, you know, and I think and, and because what happens is women, women awakening, you know, we are awakening and we're realising that this is, you know, we're, we're, not, we're not meant to be in this container, you know, in this container that, 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 that society and patriarchy keeps us in. And that's not a man-hating thing. I love men, you know, um, but it, it's just a, you know, we we are we are living in a patriarchal society, and women are not equal. Still, we're not equal, you know, and we're kept in a container, and we're kept under labels, and we're kept, you know, and and we're we're held down by judgment, and it creates an inner turmoil, you know. We have this inner turmoil, and and women, and quite often women don't know what that is. Like they just know there's something, there's something going on for me. I feel like I'm going through something and I don't know what it is, you know, and that's that, that's that inner turmoil stuff where they're going, my, my soul is not connected to my life because my life is a life that other people have expected of me. And it's not the life I choose, you know, or the life that's, that my soul is longing to have. And so, you know, and I love that you've talked about your own experiences with that because, you know, and I know you would have worked with a lot of women in either similar circumstances or or going through a similar (coughs) journey of transformation and change and shift and, and really exploring who they are. And, you know, I know I have on, on many levels and, and on many occasions, and we do that so often, don't we, to go, you know, is this who I want to keep being in the Mm. world? And is this, you know, uh, what I'm here for and and my truth? And and how do we, and and it's often that I just don't know what's going on for me. There's something that doesn't feel right, which is okay to acknowledge, right? Yes, absolutely. That's the first step to go, no, no, no. And I know for me, um, you know, I think it was about five, almost five years, actually, 
um, to the day um, that I made a decision to sell everything, pack my bags and jump on a plane yes. to the other side of the world, right? And and that rocked some boats because that wasn't what I was meant to do. And why are you doing that? And when are you coming back? And, you know, I had this role that I was playing in both my family and both, you know, my friendships and and my work life. And, and yet my soul, I sat down one morning and said, just sat with soul and spirit and universe, divine, whoever you want to call it, and just went, what does my soul need right now? And the answer I got back was adventure. Yeah. And I went, okay, then let's do it. Yeah. Let's and let's do it. <clears throat> Absolutely. And that is absolutely fabulous. And, you know, and I, I think a lot of women would go, oh, my God, like, I would love to be able to do that. But, you know, I'm, I'm now in this script. I'm in this socially constructed script that I'm living in, you know, like I'm the daughter and I'm the wife and I'm the mother and, you know, and all of those things are wonderful. But if you're not, if you're not living within your truth in those spaces, there's a part of you that's always feels like it's trying to catch up. You know what I mean? Like and you're never just, fulfilled really. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's right. You're never fulfilled, you know? And like, you know, I, I, it took me a long time. I'm not saying that the, the, the journey's easy, you know, it's totally not. And to get to a space where you can go, you know what, this is me, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing me, I'm doing me. I'm not doing what your expectation of me is, you know. I'm not doing what the world expects me to be, you know. I'm doing me. And, and to get to a space where you can go, this is who I am and you either accept it or you don't, either way is okay. Like I'm okay either way. Um, and I think that's a- the whole thing that we hear about that self-love, right? Yes, yeah. And, and that's really what self-love looks like is being able to sit fully in in who you are and the essence of who you are and you know in the the good and the the not so good yes absolutely because we all have a dark yeah we all have a dark side and that's and it's okay and like a lot of the work I do is you know I do like that that dark aspect work you know, like let's uncover, and that's that raw and real stuff, right? So let's uncover the truth of who you are. And as women, we do rage, you know, we, we, we do hold on to resentment. We do, like we have all of those, you know, dark aspects of self and it's okay to know what they are, acknowledge them. It's how you work with them that makes the difference to your world, yeah, right? Absolutely. And, you know, I, I say to a lot of my clients, it's okay, I do snot and tears. It's cool, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, and I, I think one of the things that's really important for, for people to be aware of is that we're human beings who are here <laughs> to experience the full gamut of emotions and yes. and of things that's how we grow right it's you know think about a plant we don't we put water on it to grow we often put fertilizer on it as well right and so you know like you you're getting to the point where I can go this is me I talk to dead people 
right? Hundred percent. Yep. Hundred percent. Yep. Um, I, and, I'm, and, I'm an empath who needs time on my own, and if it gets yep. too overwhelming, I need to be able to voice that. Hey, back off. And and look, it's taken me a long time to get to that space to have others go. Ah, oh, okay. And, and I'll share a little story. My mum texted me. I think it was a Monday, uh, no, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday morning it might have been. And she said, are you okay? And I've rung her and gone, yeah, why? I haven't heard from you since Friday. And I said, oh, that's okay. I had a, had a non-people weekend and it was awesome. Yeah. I didn't speak to anyone. I didn't see anyone. I didn't, oh, and it was just my, my idea of heaven. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and and you know, but the thing the thing that I I work with women in in this space is that it's okay. That's okay. It's okay for us to not want to people, <laughs> you know? Like I talk about it all the time. Like I'm over peopling, please, I'm done, right? Like I just yeah. I just people bring their stuff, right? Yeah, peopling. And because there's so much energy around that, right? And you know, and I I more more women than they know are empaths like they really are they just don't know it like they you know if you've ever been sitting watching you know a, a, a news report and you know there's a mother on there who's upset about something that's happened with the child and you your body takes on that energy that's that's an empath right like women don't realize they think they're just relating but if you're physically feeling that stuff in your body from somebody you're seeing on the screen you know, imagine what you're taking on when you're in actual space with people like shopping centres and all of those things, right? Um, it's so much energy. And so it's okay to just go, I'm done, back off. And even, and, and I would suggest even to mums, you know, to, to wives, to, you know, if, if you need that space away from your children, away from your husband, it's okay to need that. It's how you voice that and how you bring that forward that you know that 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 makes the difference and it's okay to have those conversations and say you know what mummy just needs you know an hour just to be in her bedroom and you need to be out there and that's okay you know but but there's so much guilt I want to I want to pick up on that and and a couple of things that you've said because I think it's really powerful that you've just you know acknowledged that and you know from a, a mum perspective, how do you step out of it's okay to give yourself like not not or thinking that you have to be there a hundred percent for everybody else and putting everybody else's needs first, right? Because that's yeah. what mums often do. Yep. How do you go from that to hey, mummy needs some space? I need an hour and how do you step into voicing that and giving yourself permission to do that? Well, and it's hard, you know, it's hard and it's hard because especially because there's these expectations that as a mum, you should want to be around your children 100% of the time, you know, That's and you shooting. should, yeah, the shooting, it's the shooting stuff, right? So I think the very first thing you need to do is accept for yourself that it's okay these feelings aren't yours alone, right? That like every mother on the planet has these feelings where they just want to go, just stop. 
Like I can't, I just can't. And, you know, like I've got older children, like my children are in their, in their twenties, you know, and like, you know, I talk to them all the time every day. And then, you know, they, they'll ring me and say, you know, mum, this is going on for me and that's okay. Like I'm there, but there's times where I just go, you know what? And yeah, I just, I just need me time. And I think, you know, the first, the first thing you need to do is accept for yourself in your inner self that it's okay. That's, that's your first step, right? Because if you, if you're in, in a turmoil, if you have this turmoil around, I need time, but I can't have it because I should be doing, I should, 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 should be doing this. I should have these feelings then you're never going to get to the place where you can ask for that time. So, because you're battling between the what I want and what I need yes. to what everybody else wants and everybody needs. And it's like that, that tug of war, isn't it, between yeah. the, the I want this, I can't. Yes. And it's yeah. the, the heart and the head battle, right, or the ego yep. or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And our ego, oh, that's a whole other podcast. Oh, yeah. like, oh it is. Well, let's do one on that. Yeah, let's do one on ego mind. Ego. I know, ego mind. I do a lot of work around ego mind. Yeah, cool. Um, let's do another episode at a different time on that one. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's really powerful. And then the other thing I want to, and it's similar in a way, is you're in relationships. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, giving our, ourselves permission to have space yes, away from partner, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, you know, whoever it is, is really important. And, and you know, I, and I'll put my hand up and say me in the past, my insecurities Yes. In my previous relationship would want me to be with my partner a hundred percent of the time. And that is just not healthy for you or for for the partner that you're with, because it puts so much pressure on yeah. a relationship to be where you you gather and 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 gain, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Um your happiness, your joy, your strength, your support, your all of that, when in actual fact, it has to come from within you first. And that was my biggest journey with, you know, like I said, jumping on a plane to South America, mm. the other side of the world, um, was about a journey for me. No one else. It was to discover who I was and what I needed and you know, one of the, the toughest things I've ever done and one of the most amazing and incredible things I've ever done and, you know, connected with me with my partner now who we both just totally understand that he needs space. Yeah. I need space. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you today. It's all good. And neither one of us has that, you know, that jealousy, insecurity, or anything come up with it. Yes. It's actually healthy. And I really want to kind of acknowledge that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I totally agree with you. And I think that, you know, um, 
again, we've, you know, as women, we've been taught to tie ourselves to a relationship, you know, to, you know, and, and, and people, women talk about it all the time, you know, in workshops and things that, you know, I do and with my clients and things they talk about, you know, um, the first thing people ask me is, you know, are you in a relationship? Do you have a partner? Are you getting married? You know, um, are you having children? There's, you know, and all of those types of conversations are related to what we talked about earlier in the expectation of what a woman's life should look like right and so we're raised in that and and you know and we and we take that on board and it becomes our our truth um but it's not really our truth right and so when when you start to unpack this when you start to get raw and real with yourself um you can go well you know what I don't have insecurities around that because I know who I am I know what I need you know, as a, as a strong, powerful woman in her own right, I need time by myself. I don't need to be with my partner 24-7. I don't have insecurities around, you know, what he's doing when I'm not with him or whatever because, you know, I'm in a space where I know the truth of who I am. I stand strong in my personal power. He loves me for that and I can feel confident in that. Right. And I, I think you've said some really powerful things there around, I need this. And I think, you know, like you said, with, with mums saying, accepting that you need some time on your own, I actually think women in particular, and I know that we're talking mainly about women today, yes, don't know what they need. No. And so if you don't know what you need, if you're not connect fully connected with that beautiful inner woman that's there, that powerful woman that goes, actually, I do know what I need and it's this, you, you can't voice what you need with other people unless you find out what it is. Yes, absolutely. And to find out what it is, you have to do the inner work, right? And that's what I think a lot of people avoid and, yeah, resist. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard, right? We yeah. don't want to face our inner demons. We don't want to face the fact that we've been walking through our life, you know, um, living someone else's story, right? It's someone else's story. And I would suggest that to, to anyone who's listening, that you know, if if you if there's this this thing that's happening in your body, if you're feeling this conversation right now and you're going, oh, hang on something's happening in my body, I've got something stirring in my belly or, you know, or you've suddenly got aches somewhere because, you know, we, the, the, it manifests as physical stuff. Yep. Um, then, then I would suggest starting to look at what's real for you because you're potentially living someone else's story. And that's, that's the whole thing of what I'm talking about. You know, the shoulds, the, this is the expectation of women. This is what should make you happy. This is what you should want. You know, as a woman who walks in this world, you should want to get married. You should want to have the white picket fence. You should want to buy a house. You should want to have babies. You should want to be married. Well, what if that story's not yours? I want to go on adventures. I want to get on planes. Right. So right. I wish I could right now. But anyway. Yeah. Um, and you and you don't need you don't need an attachment necessarily. You exactly. don't need a partner. You don't need to do that right because you you've done the work and let me say when when I say you've it's done the work it's a bonus if they come along right right exactly but it you've makes still it more go. fun yeah and, but, and that's that's the thing I think that 
that when we're happy and in our power and in our passion and, and knowing what we need and, you know, just really loving ourselves. Yes. It's an absolute freaking bonus to yep. have a partner that's that's in that same space and doing the work on him or herself. Yes. You know, um, and, and they come along and they add to the joy. They add yes. to the happiness. They add to the peace. And if your relationship is full of drama and toxicity and, uh, and conflict and all of that shit, yes. then I would just ask you, and if you're listening to this, to just take a breath and, and accept that that's what it is. Yes. And that is your very first step to going, you know what? this may not be what I want in my life or how I want my life to be. And this may not be my truth. Yeah, absolutely. And if it is, great. Like if you want the drama and you enjoy that that sort of full-blown <laughs> toxic relationship, then awesome. have, at, have at that too, awesome. you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We but need some people to do that, don't of we? Of course we do. Of course we do, you know. But, uh, you know, I... I, I, I I just think that, you know, we're, we're so caught up in just, in just getting on with it, you know. Like we're taught, especially as women, we're taught to just get on with it, you know. Like, and I would suggest that anyone, women that are listening, and, yes, we are specifically talking about women and I just want to say that's just because that's who I work with, yeah. you know. These things can be real for men as well um but I specifically work with women so yes we're we're relating to women today um but you know if 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 your world you know if you're just getting on with it all the time and you feel like you can't just stop and go hang on a second I just need just five seconds just to stop and take some you know time to think then you're living someone else's story so, you know, you, you've got to get real with yourself. And, and it, that's not easy, <laughs> you know, as we've said before, it's not easy. It's a hard, hard road to take because you've got to uncover the shit that you've been walking around with. And you've got to uncover the fact that, you know, let's talk about those toxic relationships. If you are in one, right, and there's the, all this drama happening, what are you contributing to that? Yeah, exactly. And right? that takes real courage, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, like, you know, when my marriage broke down and, you know, um, you know, I separated from my my husband, ex-husband, um, you know, my children were young and and I have, I really had to look at when I started on this journey, I really had to look at what did I contribute to that? You know, it takes two people to create, you know, a, a relationship and two people to break one you know, and so that, that you're always, there's whether you, you can't just look outside yourself and go, that's, you know, they did this, they did that, they did this. You have to be able to. And I think that's really important what you've just said. They did this, they did that, because often, you know, and, I, and I'm talking from the perspective of a woman, and I do know men that I work with or that, that are in my world that are in that space as well, mm. where it's their fault, and yes. that blame energy that that goes with that, it doesn't allow you to take responsibility for what you bring to the table. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and you've got to, you know, literally sit down at the table and kind of go, all right, what are they bringing into this, this 
space, this container, this relationship, which is what it is. And what am I bringing? Am I bringing my insecurities? And, you know, that was my stuff and my, my lack of trust. And, you know, I'd been betrayed and hurt and all of those things before and um, criticized and judged and all of that. And so my stuff was all of that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And if, you know, if you have to kind of sit down and go, well, if that triggered me, like if what, whatever they, they did, you know, if that triggered me, where's my trauma in that? Like it's triggered me because I've got a trauma around it. And that trauma has been created through something else or, you know, some other experience. And so being able to unpack that and go, well, actually, you know, I reacted poorly or I reacted this way because I've got trauma around that. So I need to delve into what that looks like for me and how I can overcome that, you know, and and it's, it's work. <laughs> I keep coming back to it because it's all work, you know. Once you start this journey of discovery and this journey of, like, who am I? what's my story and how do I want to walk in the world, it's work. And, and you know, I kind of I want to keep I'm like seeing this stepping stone thing. Yeah. You know, that, that whole if we don't do the work, you know, the, the stuff we bring into one relationship we can often step out of because it's toxic. And then if we don't take the space, the time, the the and, and to be consciously present and working on ourselves and doing that inner work, we can take that stuff and that baggage and that that shit yep. into the next relationship and yep. then we do it again. And there's yep. just, and, and so if you're a person who jumps from relationship to relationship, whether that's romantic relationships or even friendships, right? Because, you know, I've had toxic friendships in the past as well. And, yeah. and it takes some really powerful work, you know, women to, to be able to sit in beautiful, healthy um, sister relationships. Yes. Right? yes. And so, you know, that whole sister thing is about how you relate to other women. And if you've got toxicity or wounds or things or shoulds or hurts or whatever around that then you need to unpack it and look at it and really take responsibility for what you're bringing to your your female relationships mm, mm. And, and then you start bringing in beautiful amazing women into your world who are supportive uplifting uplifting accepting of all the shit as well as the good stuff Instead yes. of needing you to be perfect and, you know, meeting all these other expectations, which we can often do to other women, can't we? Yes, definitely. And that's, you know, what you've said there is so powerful. You know, the, the, the use of the word sister, again, you know, it's a buzzword at the minute and like lots of women love to use it. Oh, you know, she's my sister and all of that. But they're not actually living that, no. you know, behind, behind the scenes, you know, they're jealous and, you know, that tall poppy syndrome and, and they're nitpicking at other women and they're, st and they're gossiping behind women's backs and all of that, you know, and uh, like, from my perspective, cut it out, you know, cut it out. Like we've got enough of a battle just as women on our own trying to 
you know, get, get like find ourselves in this world where we're we're just we're tempered, you know. We've got enough of a battle just there. Like, why are we battling each other? Like, it just needs to stop, you know. And look, you know, I work in a corporate world, you know, um, a lot of women at the top of, you know, trying to climb the ladder and all of that, and they would sell their own mother to, <laughs> to get themselves in front, you know. And then they'll come around, you know, like, you know, I'll see them talking to other women going, oh, sister, you know, we need to stick together. And, like, it's just it's it's just not there's a yeah yeah it's not true it's not in integrity it's not honest it's not aligned exactly and and as as women we'll never get we will never be able to find the space of you know of being held you know to that higher esteem for ourselves if we're not doing it with each other you know we'll always be looked on as yeah and look to be fair, it's not our fault. We're taught from very early on to battle against other women, right? We are taught that. Like, and, you know, I talk about it all the time in, in my workshops, you know, we, if you look at women's magazines, right, for instance, magazines written by women for women and often the front cover of the magazine will be like Absolutely. something, yeah, about women with big red arrows pointing to somebody's cellulite or something like that, right? It's... <laughs> It's so disgraceful. But that's women selling magazines to other women. We've been taught to do that. We've been taught to just to pick and denigrate other women to make ourselves feel better. And that's got to stop. And if we stop buying into that story, that you, and, and men have, patriarchy has created that story, right? Because if we keep each other down, they can just get on with it. They don't need to worry about keeping us down. They can just get on with it and they can be the power players while we sit and bag each other out and keep each other small. So, yeah. I right. think that's really powerful. Talk yeah. to me about keeping, keeping each other or keeping ourselves small. Talk to me about that. Because oh, oh I Lord. often hear it, right? And I know yes. I've said it before as well. Well, and I think that keeping ourselves small, I think it, it all comes from a place of self-judgment, right? And it comes from, but it also comes from a place of that outer judgment. We know we're going to be judged by especially other women, right? And so we, we hide ourselves in a hole. And look, I've done it. Like I still do it in some ways, you know, like I, you know, again, in the corporate world, I've sat in meetings where there's stuff going around in my head and I've said nothing, you know, I've sat back and gone, oh, my God, like, what if I look stupid? What if I, you know, again, this is this ego mind stuff that we're going to talk about another day. Um, you know, it's that ego mind keeping us safe, you know, and, and because we're afraid to step out um, in case we get judged. It's all, it all comes back to judgment and shame, right? Shame in like, what if I look stupid? What if I don't say the right things? What if, you know, somebody doesn't like me? It's all like, it's all of that stuff. And so we play small. And, and this is where women often don't find, you know, they don't do this work and find what their passion is or they know their passion, but they never do anything about it, right? They're and a painter and I know a that, I know that before we came on, I shared with you that, I finally stepped into doing my my study and my my bigger work, and um, 
you know, one of the stories that's been playing through my mind is I'm about to step into doing interviews with police officers or homicide detectives. And I'm like, okay, oh, oh God. And so there's a whole, a whole kind of battle that was going on with that around, you know, these are experts in, in interviewing people and how am I going to do interviews with these people? And, you know, yeah, that whole critic and, and judgment that kind of goes on. So it, it's been something that I've been present to and conscious of and had to really sit down and go, okay, well, how can I move through this and shift it and change it? And, and what do I need in order to be bigger than that story? Yes. Yes, and that it's it's that it is that inner critic, right? It's that it's that constant self talk of like, you know, what who who do I think I am, like, you know? And I, I I've been through the same, you know, when I started delivering workshops and you know started running retreats and all of those sorts of things. It was like you know sitting in front of a group of women going, "Who the f made me the expert in this?" Right? Like, what what the hell? <laughs> You know, but like I was, <laughs> and we do it. We absolutely do it. But you know, if if we've been on a journey and and we've learnt things and we've we've you know, and it's not about the level of study or you know, it's about the experience. If you've experienced something that can then help somebody else, it's your role, <laughs> like. You know, you should be doing well. Hang on, let me take that out. Let me take that out. I love that. Right. (laughs) Let me correct myself right there because I I shouldn't be using the shoulds. And and I think that's really powerful to acknowledge because we do it and that's Mm -hmm. being raw and real. And you just really demonstrated how how we step out of that shoulding. Yes. So so thank you for, for doing that. And it is about being present and acknowledging it, isn't it? Absolutely. And it's about being conscious. It's you know, it's that consciousness, like what like I'm in the now. I'm in this now. Um, you know, and I'm conscious of of holding this space and what I bring to the world. And so I don't, you know, I I want to work with women to get out of those shoulds. And so I need to recognize myself when I step into those, right? Awesome. Yeah. Now I'm going to acknowledge that you and I could talk in this space <laughs> for hours and hours and hours on end. And, yes, we could. Um, you know, there's so many, and I want to use the word juicy bits of information in there for, for listeners and those who are watching this back. Um if people want to connect with you further, how can they do that? Okay, so you can find me on Facebook, um, Raw and Real Women. Um, you'll catch me there. If you just look up Raw and Real Women, you'll find my Facebook page there and Instagram's the same. Um, lots of little, you know, um, inspirational tidbits like every day I jump in there. Um, haven't done any lives yet, which I need to be doing. But anyway, oh, that's that's on my list. That's a thing I'm working on for myself, right? Um, and my uh, website, www.rawandrealwomen.com. Um, you can find me there. If you sign up there, you can also you'll also get my newsletter, which you know I I often um, just 
send out to people just to say, hey, this is what's going on in my world. Um, but I'll also generally attach what's, you know, what workshops and things and programs and stuff are coming up there. Um, but yeah, find me in those spaces and I'd love to connect with everyone who's listening. It's awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, your experiences and for honouring your real and raw woman uh, with, within and being in, in that beautiful power to share with others. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really I'm blessed that you would have me on. I feel really blessed. Thank you. And we will definitely do another another episode. So if anyone is watching or listening and there's a particular topic that we might have raised today that you're interested in us talking about again, um, pop it in the comment section below and we will, we'll do that. And so, can I just say one last thing? Live by design, not by default. Perfect. Hmm? Perfect. Love yeah. it. And, and we are, you know, so powerful and so able to create and, and manifest, if that's the word you use, mm -hmm. um, the life that we want in any given moment yes in any given moment so you know you don't need my permission you don't need kelly's permission um i i invite you to give yourself permission yes. to design or create or manifest the life that you want yes yes <laughs> fabulous um, yeah it's uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> So I hope you've all enjoyed today's episode and that there's been some juicy bits of information to help and support you. And if you want to connect with me further, jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of those places, The Barefoot Medium or Leanne The Barefoot Medium as well. Thank you, everybody, for connecting in. Thank you so much, Kelly, for, for sharing. And I look forward to connecting with you all on the next episode. Mm -hmm.